Hello, welcome to 1000 Words, Stories on the Way. My name is Matthew Clark, and thanks so much for being here today. I've only got a few more episodes, I think four more episodes, in this series of podcasts to introduce you to the folks who wrote chapters for A Tale of Two Trees, Meditations on Faith Keeping and Story and Song. This is both a book and a full-length studio album of songs, and it's the second album in a trilogy called The Well Trilogy. What I did is I asked some of my favorite writers to choose a song from the album and then write an essay responding to the themes in the lyrics. One of the big themes across the whole trilogy is this idea of singing. In fact, the first album and book of the trilogy is called Only the Lover Sings, and it's about how the Samaritan woman at the well in John 4 gets this new song of joy by the end of her encounter with Jesus. Jesus is the true well and the true source of living water that both washes us clean and meets us at our deepest places of shame and thirst. So, across this trilogy, I'm using the idea of singing, both literally as, you know, actual singing, but also metaphorically, as a wide range of responses to having been loved and redeemed by Jesus. So, singing, in that sense, becomes this kind of category that holds pretty much any loving response we might have to God's love shining on us in the face of Christ. So, I'm really excited to introduce you to this week's essayist, Amber Saladin, because she is a professional musician and singer. Uh, I didn't actually plan on this, but it could not have been more perfect for Amber to be the one to take a song called The Word Became Flesh, which is about how Jesus' love continues to be incarnated through His people in every ordinary act of service. And uh, she wrote an essay about how singing itself shapes us, body and soul, to be more like Christ in this world. So, that was just an amazing coincidence, the way that worked out. Um, and that becomes even more important on this second album because A Tale of Two Trees is about keeping faith in times of drought, in times of waiting. Um, the question keeps being asked on this album, how can we keep singing the Lord's song by the rivers of Babylon? How can we keep this song going in the midst of doubt and suffering, grief, confusion, when it feels like God has turned his face from us and just left us here to rot. Amber says, this is the time when singing becomes more important than ever. Because if we stop, our love will grow cold. And the flavor of the feast that our king is preparing will be lost. So let me introduce you to Amber Saladin. Amber Saladin is a conductor a pianist, a worship leader, a singer, an organist, an educator based in Manhattan, New York. 
Amber has worked in churches and for professional choruses in Vancouver, Canada and London, UK. She's the music director at Emmanuel Anglican Church, the arts and ministry director for the C.S. Lewis Foundation, music teacher at Geneva School of Manhattan, conductor of the Academy for Teachers Chorus, online leader for United Adoration, and principal pianist and board member of the New York Session Symphony. She lives in Manhattan with her husband Jim and their two boys, Caleb, a boy soprano, and Peter, a future electric guitarist. Amber really is a brilliant musician. But in my experience of her personally, those capacities never get in the way of her generous, hospitable, and joyful spirit. She is passionate about clearing obstacles for people who may feel like they're not good enough to enjoy the gift of music. Again and again, I've seen her joyfully create spaces of welcome and spaces of possibility for people to join in the song, to belly up to the feast, to find a place in this feast of song uh, that our God has commissioned. Uh, so I'm so grateful for her friendship and her encouragement and her willingness to be a part of this project. Her essay is such a gift. I really do hope that you'll go get a copy of the book so you can read the whole thing. It's really wonderful. So here is Amber Saladin reading an excerpt from her essay, which is a response to the song, The Word Became Flesh, and it's entitled, Singing the Feast of the New Creation. I once tried to get all the people I loved to gather in the same city. I'd moved to what I thought was the best place on earth, where snow-capped mountains met ocean, where constant rain grew everything the greenest shade of green, where the sky was such a distinctive blue you could identify it in photographs and movies. It was clearly God's country, and I wanted to spend all my days there sharing it with everyone. I spent months declaring its beauty, its bounty, its wonder and glory. I learned local poems, songs, and even an accent. I told myself it was only a matter of time before everyone realized what I knew and would join me in that wonderful place. No one took me up on it. Oh, sure, a few folks came to visit. Some came for a ski holiday. Some came to see the eagles or the flowers, but mostly... I was a lonely ambassador for this land I loved. I lamented this to a woman at church, and she replied, Oh, you have such a desire for heaven. I was shocked. I had no idea that I desired heaven. In fact, I thought there was something probably malformed in me that preferred earthly things to the heavenly. And perhaps there was. But my friend discerned a desire hidden underneath the surface. I suppose I had not yet realized that some desires are too big to fit inside this world. That yearning hasn't stopped, that wretched feeling when I must say, until next time, and go back to work, watch a car drive away, or comfort a child who must leave his grandparent. But I know there will be a next time, in this life or the next. 
How do we live in this in-between? This world claims to be our home, and of course it is. This is the world of our birth, of our life, of all our friends. This is the world we touch and see, and yet in which we are embraced by those whose love points beyond this world's limits. And that is just the problem. We are so unmistakably of this world, and yet our desires are too big to fit inside it. The love we know inside this world is always wanting to break out beyond it. And so we desire a better country. Amber, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. And now here is the song that Amber chose from the album, A Tale of Two Trees, and it's called The Word Became Flesh. Driving up to Memphis a bitter winter night it was When my engine froze to death And I called you from the roadside You left your bed and drove the miles to find me That frozen street turned into home with family And the word, the word Tasted of the goodness of the Lord And what you got to give is what He gave to you Like a still small voice it may not seem like it's enough But you can let that song ring out In a wilderness of doubt Ever since the Word became flesh
I hope you enjoyed the song, and I hope you enjoyed Amber's essay excerpt, which is just a taste of the whole essay she wrote. So please grab a copy of A Tale of Two Trees on Amazon, and give the songs a listen wherever you stream music. Also, would you do me a favor? Would you take a minute to leave a review for this podcast on Apple, iTunes, and uh, would you leave a review for the book on Amazon when you get a chance? Um, that helps so much. And would you share this with somebody? Send this to somebody you think might find it interesting or helpful. Help me get the word out about this stuff. Um, that is a big help, and I'm so thankful for all the help I can get. Before I go, though, I also want to let you know that I am touring right now. I'm traveling all over the country, singing these songs, mostly in people's homes, in their living rooms. Uh, and you can check out my tour schedule over at my website, matthewclark.net slash shows. And if there's a concert near you, please come. I would love for you to come to a concert. I'd love to see you in person and to share these songs and stories with you. So, besides that, come on back next week, and I'll be featuring my friend Anita Palmer, who wrote an essay responding to a song called Take to the Fields. So stay tuned, and thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next time on 1000 Words.